welcome to Knock On Podcast, where we bring you archery information and education that you can trust. Knock On was created as a way to bring all archers together, regardless of the brand you choose or the style of archery you shoot. Knock On Podcasting will deliver professional insights to the latest gear, proper shooting technique, along with high-level equipment setup and tuning. Oh, yes. And yes, Sean, was that loud enough for you? <laughs> that was pretty loud. I had to wear my head like this. <laughs> oh, we're at the tack in Montana. <laughs> we all have our official COVID mask wear. <laughs> That's right. Is this awkward? Not for me. I mean, you're straight up American. Dude, I'm a patriot. I love you it. are? I love it. I'm gonna Wait. wear the. I'm gonna if I'm gonna have to wear a mask, it's gonna be. Word up! There they are. Yes, dude, America. I'm here with Sean DeGray from Total Archery Challenge. We're in the Total Archery Challenge we are. right now. It's a beautiful day. It's actually amazing. Quit yeah. your crying. Where'd you get that COVID mask? It's one of these vendors here at the Total Archery Challenge. Who? Vapor Trail. Vapor Trail. Vapor Trail did yep. that. Absolutely. Good for them. Knock on does not have a COVID mask what? available to consumers. Oh, I see. That's our yeah. problem. Yeah. Not you yours. Make one. Huh? Yep, absolutely. We're going to need them in Utah. Sean, will you introduce yourself? It's been at least three podcasts since people <laughs> have heard you. Yeah, I'm Sean DeGray and uh, one of the teammates for Total Archery Challenge. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Because you could have totally said, like, freaking master chief yeah but we all know that you know you've been here enough that monica is, is actually master right. chief. monica was here she, she would introduce herself as i'm monica and i am the master of total Art. master Challenge. of dogs are completely afraid of me <laughs> yes <laughs> i don't know why but luna is doesn't, scared to death of her does not like her which is so weird because she's like so nice i don't even know how you did that yeah i don't know Luna's not scared of me. Exactly. Yeah. What's that noise? Those zip lines. Oh my gosh. For those of you listening, that's what you could be doing if you weren't here doing archery. You could be whizzing by at a hundred miles an hour. Yep. All right. Exactly. Dude, introduce yourself. All right. My name is Daniel Zentgraf. I'm the owner of Zebros Archery. And uh it you know we produce a a good archery sight light um i feel like we're so cal right now we are with like our we are covid mask and glasses i don't have glasses but i could right but you guys do yours are prescription yours are just they're also prescription they are yeah i didn't know that yeah i can't see without them i mean i feel like a total idiot i'm just straight up no glasses (laughs) well the sun those uv rays you got to block them it's important I like, dude, you got a fanny pack too, a black <laughs> rifle fanny yes. pack. Yep. And a freaking tennis elbow band. <laughs> and an American freaking flag COVID listen, mask. Dude, this tennis freaking elbow Sean band is, is all about that promotion. This is a hammering stakes band <laughs> or something because I don't play tennis in it. Yeah, I, it is. You're right. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. It just is. This is awesome. Daniel, so 
unofficially, maybe officially once this podcast comes out, but the knock-on Zebros freaking ultimate sight light collaboration is about to launch. Absolutely. Are you pumped? Yeah. Kind of? Yeah, I'm real pumped. real pumped. I mean, you guys actually did all the stuff. I just loved it and said, let's do it. Right, right. Well, I mean, you, you pointed out a few key essential items that we needed as far as affixing it to, you know, um, hunting sites in general. Um, we made that change as well with the... Damn. It's like yeah. not a jet airplane. That's just humans going by on a metal cable. That Mach 1, yeah. I love it. So, yeah. You can yeah. keep talking. I wave at people coming by. That's just natural. Yeah, so, yeah, we just um, uh, generated a light that we know your user base would really, really, really like. We included everything that the user would possibly need, the archer would possibly need um, in their kit. That way it's a one-stop shop. Um, when you go to knock on, you're, you're, you're not just buying the name, you're buying quality. And so that's what we wanted to provide for y'all. You guys are awesome. Uh, actually... I thought I had what I wanted until I saw both of your bows. <laughs> then I realized, no, actually what I want is to replace my fiber with a clear fiber. Yes. So that I can actually really utilize all the stuff that I didn't know you could really do right. with the Zebros. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what we kind of suggest with um, these. Dude, where's your bows at? Do you have it so you can show Sean? That yeah. way he has the. We have one here. Ooh. He has okay. a green. He has a green fiber in his, but um. Oh, that doesn't count. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. We thought we. And it's at a forty-five. Yeah. Yeah. Mmm. So what we do, um, so you can Doesn't get the max, the max out of the light is is uh, replace the fibers with clear fiber, and it's not it's not normal fiber fiber either. <laughs> He's got a one eighty pin. <laughs> we just got handed a bow. By the way, this is a PSE Mach one. Actually, it's a Carbon Air in ASAT camo, and I'm talking decked out, and he's got. Marks to 180. Ooh, that's me. Dynamite. Unbelievable. Sorry, that's my cord over my microphone. So how's this thing work then? It's, if you go clear fiber. Okay, if you go clear fiber, um, what you can do is you can actually change the colors. Turn on, it on. on the light. Boom. Yep. yep. See that? It's cool. Yep. You can hit the on button. This is uh, micro SD. Totally rechargeable unit, mounts right to your site. Yep. Turn it on. You got like fully illuminated. Yeah. If you have a clear fiber, you can change colors. Yeah. So you can like hold it down, change the colors. It's freaking awesome. Yeah. It is awesome. And it's uh, rechargeable, so you don't have to buy batteries anymore. No batteries. Mounts to your site. Super, yep. super light. And if you're shooting the knock-on Spot Hog uh, NE, the knock-on edition. There's actually a bracket with a screw that mounts to the inside of the bracket. You're good to go. Yep. yep. That's you awesome. You don't have to worry about it. Let me power it down. Yeah, so the... You don't have to power it down? No, it, it goes off. You can set it anywhere from one minute all the way to an hour. So, like, if you were hunting, you saw something approaching that you didn't want to be distracted, go ahead and turn it on, let them come, come in, and then you don't have to worry about turning that light on or off. That's so. awesome. Yep, yep. This uh, this light started um, 
quite a few years ago when my wife was actually yelling at me for spending too much money on batteries. So I said, oh, well, I'm in the electronics industry. Let's uh, let's make one that's Wait, rechargeable. Did, so did you have the round one that came with a lot of yeah. them? Those yeah. are such junk, too. Yeah, Honestly, God, those freaking things yeah. are crap. And Absolutely. half the time you bump them on and they stay on in right. your bow case. Yep. And then you don't have any battery when you need them in a blind. Right. And I tell hunters, I say you spend thousands and thousands of dollars to get <laughs> that one opportunity to You're harvest You're staying animals. so solid on your COVID setup. Yeah, he is. He is. Dude, He's like legit. I can't do it. Compliance. <laughs> if I want to keep doing this and, and maintain, like in Utah I next get week, it. it's the, the venue there is mandatory face masks in the base area. And I feel so like we I'm should be good in, um, I shaved, so it didn't bother me. Like, I'm good, man. I feel like good. we should be in, like, Sin City, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. But everybody, look at these guys. Everybody's got masks Good on. for them. Yeah. Good Thank for y'all. Thank you for complying. Dude, he's just wearing a freaking sick, freaking, <laughs> uh, what is that, an Apex setup? And oh, the doing the court, running, the, yeah. the standard... Like built-in face mask, yeah, core lightweight hoodie, built-in face mask, yeah, and he's got his mom, his dad, and his girlfriend here. Yep. Obviously, he didn't tell his mom she was getting ready to walk six miles on the sicker range (laughs) with an uphill finish of a mile and a half. (laughs) Uh, Come on, it's not that far. It's point nine. Yeah, not gonna lie. It's good though. It's healthy. So you were using a round, like. The double stack battery light, yeah, and yeah, your wife said, yeah. she "Listen, said, no more, no more buying batteries. this Amazon crap." Yeah, is like we got to fix this. Right, right. See, and she's Brazilian, so she's pretty tight with money. Mm. So she was like, "No, we can't be doing that." And so I made one, you know, for myself and then my older brother, which is the Z Brothers light. And everybody started coining it, the Z Bros light, the Z Bros light. I wasn't interested. I in, didn't know that. That's yeah, freaking yeah. awesome. I wasn't interested in going into the market. You know, you see so many pitfalls in the industry, um, just having to be a manufacturer. And I was like, ah, I'm not into that. I just want to shoot. That's mm-hmm. what we really wanted to do. And Did you do 3D first? Uh, yes. Yep. Awesome. I got into it after I got out of the military because I needed a good sport that that wasn't centered around guns and shooting and different things. And and I found a lot of peace through through archery and, awesome. and hanging out with my brother. And it That's was cool. uh, really brought me back. So pretty happy about it. So where, what was your background in electronics before that? Mm, I, I went, when I was in the military, I worked predominantly on Apaches. So we did all aeronautics, avionics, and electronics. So yeah. I had a little bit there, but really it was all quote unquote self-taught. You know, I just, when somebody tells me I can't do something, then I just go, oh, yeah, well, hide and watch. I'm going to try it. So a lot of people said, oh, you can't do it. You can't do it. You know, so I first designed the board, and then we got the code all going and and written. And then what I was doing is actually I was in my uh, back room of my, my house. It was actually a dog run, and we closed it in, and we started making these lights by hand when we first started the company. Just trying to keep up with the demand. The demand was really, really high. Mm-hmm. And, of course, once it hits the 3D range, everybody and their cousin that's doing that particular shooting, they want it. And so that's what we, that's what we did. Steadily gained capital, and here we are today. That's awesome. That is awesome. I love problem solving. <clears throat> right. Yep. That's what Sean did. People Absolutely. were like, 
archery was way too competitive. Yes. And then Sean came in. He's like, I got this idea. My wife, who knows how to do everything better than me, <laughs> will tell you what it is. She, <laughs> she has this idea to take over this freaking extreme archery event on Snowbird yep. and make it into the best freaking shoot on the planet. It's been good. Yes. It's cool. It is. But I, I, I'll say this. There's say a it. lot of problem solvers that are here because they give us feedback, and I'm like, huh, that That's is good. a good idea. Done. Like, oh, hey, I got an idea. You've never put Bigfoot at 130 yards. <laughs> and, and Sean's oh, like, hmm, hey, God, a, I love problem solving. That's a great idea. <laughs> and then they're like, hey, we broke arrows at that 130-yard shot. And I thought, problem solved. I'll bring somebody who sells arrows. Oh, <laughs> Easton, hey. Yep. Yep. Just come on out. Freaking Black Rifle, Black Rifle rolled in here and said, hey. No one's ever worn a fanny pack other than Joe Rogan. Sean's like, problem solved. <laughs> problem solved. <laughs> I'm going to roll in here. I'm going to stick a Leopold American flag patch Velcro sticker on the front of my fanny pack. Custom Total Archery Challenge black rifle badge. And next thing you know, boom. There it is. There you, they are. Black rifle selling freaking fanny packs. Yep. Do you remember? How old are you? 35. 10. 35. Okay, so you might be, right. you might have missed this, but I know I know you're old enough, but like back in the day, you used to collect those pins. They'd pin them on a jacket and all yep. that. That's what this is. Right let me here. let me just clarify something. <laughs> the only thing they put on a jacket when I was a kid was a cut-up heavy metal T-shirt, and it went on a denim jacket. Yeah, it's the same jacket, but you had some <laughs> stupid pin that you'd poke on there. That's what these are. Badges. Yep. These badges have replaced that. White Snake. Dude, White Snake, I'm The down. gallery just said White Snake. I mean, they were solid. No, no Here doubt. I go again. Here I yeah. go again on my own. Going down the only road. I, I have the known. original <laughs> Guns N' Roses album cover T-shirt on mine. Really? I think it's banned Wait, now. On your denim jacket? It's banned now. Yeah, yeah. Isaac knows. <laughs> Isaac from Black Rifle Coffee's over here. Like he knows. Probably shouldn't say it, but you could research it. You could research it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it was. It wasn't politically correct today. But at the time, you did buy it. Yeah, no, I get it. Even if you didn't agree with it. Yeah. So, where were you then? Like, say... In the womb. When was it? 90? 89? Oh, I, mean, I was 90? five. I was five. I was 89. Rocks. You were what? I was kicking rocks somewhere, I'm sure. How old were you old. then? Four. Four? Yep. <laughs> I was 11. <laughs> you were? Yeah. How old are you? I'm 42. Oh, damn. Uh-oh. I'll be Dude, 43 this year. I'm I was blowing well. frogs up with freaking black cats. <laughs> <laughs> so how Sorry. old are you? Uh, <laughs> 89 <laughs> plus 13. <laughs> 89 plus 13? That's yep. like 102 years old. No, I was 76 <laughs> plus 13 would be 89. I was 13. Gotcha. Yeah, that was at the peak of my... Peak of my denim jackets. <laughs> Let's nice. just say that. Yeah. I peaked out at about that age, too, 12 or 13. I no longer had a denim jacket. Would Wait, you didn't? I, no, I, I think by then I was taking my sister's 
leather white leather jacket with like all the frills down it. Yeah, I, didn't I was get freaking head banging in that. I didn't get into that stage. Did you wear one glove when you did that? No, that was way oh. before that. <laughs> that was way way before that thriller time. Yeah, that was yeah. like late. That was before all that. I don't care who you are. Thriller's pretty good song. Oh, awesome, dude. <laughs> Honestly, Jackson 5, yep, still good. Yeah. ABC? Yeah, Rock and Robin? Yeah, well, come on. Maybe not. <laughs> ABC versus Rock and Robin? <laughs> <laughs> ABC was pretty solid. There was some good Jackson 5 stuff. Yeah. Daniel's like, what did I get into? Where am I at right now? Where am I at? Well, no, we'll just <laughs> test his knowledge. ABC is as easy as one, two, three. See, he's, he's there. in there. Yeah, he is there. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I'm like young. I got a lot of miles. Yeah. He's well-rounded. If it weren't for that, he might not have made the coolest sight light ever invented. Right. Yeah. I think it's awesome. What a good idea. Thanks. Because you actually have to hold the on button down for about one, two, three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Right? Otherwise, it, it yeah. doesn't come on. Yeah. yeah. We it just, like, thinks, like, oh, he hit it accidentally. Yeah, so, and that's why we do it is so that it's not banging around in your sight case coming on and off, on and off, on and off, and then you get to where you're going, you're like, this thing only has two bars. Yeah, you need that ABC. Right yeah, here. that is – did you play that song when you were building it, going through it all? Yeah, actually, For sure. That totally yeah. got me on that I mean, one. with a mask. Yeah. With yeah, a mask. Maybe two. Maybe I don't two. think a mask is required if you're solo in the basement. I don't mm, know if that comment is. It depends actually. if you're six feet from your sight light. That's true. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so how many courses have you shot so far, Daniel? Okay, we've shot Leopold. We shot Sika twice, and we're going to go back, uh, hopefully, and shoot Prime. Nice. <laughs> really you shot Sika twice? Yes. Well, you actually, doubled up today? actually, two and a half times because I got – halfway through sick and i'm like this sight tape is absolutely 100 percent not right because i took <laughs> my my spot hog fast eddie off of my my bow that was totally sighted in put it on joey's bow my buddy and uh we got his sight tape right and i thought oh yeah this should be the right number put it on yeah that, that didn't work out but i've been pretty solid change yeah we i mean dude sharon today she had never shot packs past 60 yards that was like as far as she tried but today she did um you know that Corsican? yep which is like what is it number 21 on sika uh, maybe somewhere down there 22 yeah. 21 she shot that one smoked it and then she did the moose oh really yeah that's super awesome. pumped heck yeah i mean 17 yards right? yeah she was like after the moose sharon's like I this just archery is so different for me now because it like seems so fun. That's awesome. It's just like I don't know. In life, it seems like when you set a hurdle of way above what you think you can do, and then you do it, it's just like you wanna. It just you feel good about accomplishing something that was a challenge. Absolutely. So when people set like. When you set borders based on something that you know you can do, it doesn't really count. Or it does, but you're yeah. just going to be complacent with it. Right. right. It doesn't mean as much. You didn't work, have to work hard for it. Yeah. 
the the total archery challenge courses i think push everybody is that fair yep yeah i think so and uh i mean that's kind of the point is you can kind of pick and choose like if you go do the sick course the way you have it designed um and someone's with you that can't do it that way then they just challenge themselves at whatever level they need to Absolutely. so that's why it's great is you're the only person you're competing with would be yourself right short of you know there's always dinner it sounds like or drinks or something the buddies are betting so, can i know. say something here so coming from the you competitive can totally scene say something. um this is like the only time I personally get to relax, right? Because yeah. I shoot for Matthews and Vortex and oh, all okay. those guys. And you feel all this overwhelming pressure to perform, you know, and uh, and I do, you know, at the top level. But coming here, I can, you know, let my hair down per se and just enjoy it and, and say, pick a spot and say, okay, I'm okay if I don't hit the 11 ring every single right. time. But yeah. but I'm, you know, and I and it also helps hunters. Like, that's why I bring my guys up, too. It's like we all go and hunt together all over the nation, and I want them to know what their limit is, Yeah, where they know they can take a shot or what's going to be compromised at that point. And so Absolutely. for hunter's education, I think there's nothing better than a total archery challenge here. We said that today. Today um, I shot with Jocko and Jack Carp. And we said, for someone buying a brand new bow hunting license, it should be mandatory that they shoot one total archery challenge for two days. Yes. Honestly, like that would, instead of taking a bow hunter's education class, which has value. Yeah. But the value of understanding capability is freaking way higher on my list of ethics right absolutely don't you think that's accurate 100 percent people that came here would be like oh i didn't know this was possible or this isn't possible yeah i, I mean right. it's so valuable from right. that aspect absolutely well you know the, the the way i look at it is the only unethical shot honestly is the unpracticed one so Ooh. that's why you get absolutely. all this practice right yeah. you can practice in your backyard all the time but when you're in the field and you have all these different scenarios, then you're not well practiced in that. Absolutely. And so that's what this provides is is that practice when you've got a steep angle up or downhill or, or you're standing on a sloped hill right. shooting level with it. Right. Like that gives you the practice so you do know. Or quartering two or quartering away, right? How yep. do you how are you gonna you're not gonna take a shot quartering away like you would quartering two or perfectly broadside. Right. You need to know where you know, looking at that offside leg, trying to hit that. Yeah. Hey, Sean. Um, I'm just going to admit now, I I haven't practiced that shooting through 40 branches shot. <laughs> right. Hey, you set that up. <laughs> you said last week or whenever that was a few weeks ago that we're the, you're holding us back, and I, I'm looking at this course you set, and I'm like, eh. you guys like – so I stand on where I want the shot from, and then I say, hey, head down, like, right there. Yeah, that's cool. And then they put their fist on the scoring ring, and then they kind of shift the target. <laughs> and sometimes I'm like, eight inches left, and they move, like, half of an inch, and I realize, like, oh, okay. They want us to shoot through four pine trees. Right. <laughs> what if that – 200 inch mule deer is standing on the other side of four pine trees you need to know well 
I mean, I think it's all going back to what you said. Yep. The only unethical shot is the unpracticed shot. That's right. So get out here, and you can go through trees. There's some wide open <laughs> right. shots. Bigfoot. There's Bigfoot in take case him down. into that. I, I mean, mean, yeah. It would be unethical to shoot Bigfoot without If you practicing. hadn't come to a total archery yeah. challenge. Yeah, you have to yeah, practice. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Well, yeah. We're gonna. I'm going to get a new marketing campaign. Around we can work on Shit. that. We Let's can work on that. Yep. So... Uh, is this your first total archery challenge, Daniel? No, no. We've been coming for three years straight here. Nice. Um, four well, years thank ago. Thank you. Yeah. To, to Montana? Montana. And we're specifically? We're That's it? No, no, no. We went to San Antonio, Montana, oh, nice. and we've done uh, Snowbird. Um, but yeah, we like San Antonio because it's right close to us. Yeah. Right? But I mean, it's a hot one, but we love it, right? <laughs> San Antonio is a fun venue. It is. I haven't it's got a great to shoot venue. it yet, dang it. Natural Bridge Taverns, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's, it's a great, it's a great venue. Everything kind of I, I rem, what from what I remember, it was a lot of walking, and it really challenged your your endurance. By the time it was all done, I loved yeah, it. you just don't have the hill, right? Absolutely. There's one climb, and it's a hundred feet, maybe. You know what's awesome is today. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh. It was actually on that, um, the ram that was like maybe shot 24 after uh, the core skin. It was that long bighorn ram like down that big hill. I think it was the shot right before the long moose shot. So Jocko like lined up and he's just like, damn, this one's freaking tight you know and i said yeah and i go why don't you just lead off because a lot of times i was leading off to where they had something to aim at and he goes really oh yeah and so like i think he was thinking about a lot and when he pulled back he kind of had his silver back at a weird angle so it just like plucked off the string it didn't misfire anything but he had just rolled it the wrong direction so when he bare like when he pulled his string back an inch it like went like ping and his arrow went maybe seven yards but it went through this front tree next to the or through this little tree in front of him and like down the hill so he's just like sorry and he ran down and got it and then ran back up so then he drew back and it was like whatever it was 82 yards or something and so as soon as the shot breaks and it hit, he looked at me and he goes, there was someone else with me on that shot. And I looked at him. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, my heartbeat. He goes, dude, the fact that I ran down and grabbed that arrow and ran back, he goes, that was the first shot where we hadn't relaxed. And yeah. he goes, I felt like I was actually in a hunting situation where we – I had like adrenaline and he, and I go, oh yeah, that's a hundred percent true. And, uh, I don't know. I think just that little bit of freaking heartbeat changed his shot from honestly, he shot super good, but that shot, he shot it like right in the back hump <laughs> and femoral. Yeah. And as soon as it broke, he looked at me, he goes, there was something different about that shot, and he goes, I was thinking about it, and then I realized, oh, I know who you are. You're that freaking dude that rolls into my workouts. That's who you are. And he's like, all right. 
and yeah, I think that's what's cool about this whole setup is just yep. experiencing those variances. Yeah, the, actually, the variances of reality Absolutely. of being a bow hunter. Yeah, that's what's missing from 3D archery. And I've had this argument with people who were competitors or buddies of mine that who are really into th- competitive archery and monetary archery as i refer to it and they were like you know tax cool but it needs you know there needs to be like a money class and all this and i just said no that would a hundred percent ruin it yeah, well it's just a i feel like it would discipline right i mean this and is you different. agree daniel I, I agree i agree and i have a lot on the line in this particular conversation yeah um because i yes i do get monetary gain from this and i get the bulk of our sales you know until you know john here but um from the the competitive archery scene but it would run it and i'll tell you why because when competing and winning really mainly winning is more important to you than your ethics yeah or or what's right people will do anything to pencil it Mm -hmm. and we had this exact case happen to me the very last shoot I did, I because of the COVID, they split us up. I shot a certain score. My score got leaked to my competitors. My competitor's shooting with all his staff shooters, and bam, you know, this person that wasn't 12 points from me now is beating me by four points. And yeah. It's like, well, you know, it's just, and who's to know, right, at that point? So it would, it would run it. And when I, honestly, when I very first came to the San Antonio shoot, I thought, man, they really should have a money class. This is a big deal. Should have money class. And then I really took a step back after the shoot and said, would that run it for me? Would that run it for other people? And I, I, I had to answer myself honestly and say, yeah, it, it would. I think what y'all have here is, is perfect. I, I don't, I think we can go out there, make ethical shots all day and, and honestly put that competitive thing in, in our back pocket and go, let me let me learn to be a better archer, a better person, and know when to take shots and when not to. And so that's my mind frame when I come to this kind of kind of yeah. Event. When we first started, uh, Tim Gillingham hounded us all the time <laughs> yep. to uh, have a competitive class because how do you know if you're doing better or better than the next guy or whatever? And I and I always told Tim, I'm like, not a chance, Tim. There's no way I'll do it. Because then I have to deal with you about it. <laughs> right. Because I love Tim. He's awesome. I've yeah, known him forever. Yeah, he's a great guy. But I, I, I always told him, I just, no, I don't want to deal with that. But like, there's, there's can't a time we just have everything. a time to play? It's a different discipline than competitive archery is. And, uh, and there's plenty of competitive archery events out there. And there is, this yeah. is just a different direction. When we started this, uh, we had a manufacturer say, you know what? Fun shoots are dead. Good luck. See you later. And uh, we were like, well, that sucks, but we're going for it anyways. And then five years later, they're like, why why can't we be there? And I'm like, well, (laughs) you told me to shove it five years ago. And so I I worked out some exclusivities. But uh, it's fun shoots aren't dead because people like you guys who were in competitive world or still are, you know, they want to relax too. And they are passionate about archery, but sometimes you just – don't want to be in that environment absolutely well the truth is i loved competitive archery for a certain point of time but then my family did not like competitive archery because it wasn't fun for them right you know and even if i took my family to an international event it wasn't fun for them because there was 
so much seriousness there yeah. that they just didn't want to be there. And honestly, I'm not going to be there if my family's not there at that point in my life. So if I'm going to have my family somewhere, they need to be somewhere where they like it. Yeah. And this is this is an event to where today I missed I missed that freaking uh, badger on the log. <laughs> the wind was freaking ripping up that mountain. Fred, Fred the gopher. Yep. And I'm at full draw, it's 52 yards. It's a gopher on a log, like six feet high up on like a blowdown, I should say. And so the wind's coming up. It's just up updraft. So I'm like pushing against the wind to stay on the gopher and right the wind like let up right as my release <laughs> broke and my I just saw my pin just going left when my shot broke cuz the the wind broke and uh, as soon as it went I just I'm like nope <laughs> and Jocko Jocko looked at me in terror cuz he's like bro if you miss <laughs> What are we going to do? And I'm like, hey, the wind was pushing, pushing, pushing. So then, you know, honestly, we stepped up. And the two people that were, I shouldn't say, like, least capable, but two people in the group, if if everyone were to bet who's going to hit this target, like, they wouldn't have been within the top three. <laughs> Let's just say that out of the six. And those two hit it, which is what made it fun. Because I'm like, you own me. Like, that's it. You own me. That's awesome. And that's what makes it fun. That's why I think this shoot is so cool for people. Because you don't have to be serious. You can get good, or you can get better, or you can be serious. But you can also just, like. I'm serious. Yeah. 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 You are? Yeah. On certain days. Uh, honestly, you got, like, your whole team is serious about seriously busting your ass to make people have a good time. Yep. I think that's fair to say for all of you guys. I think yeah. We, we I've known several people that have said, hey, should I buy Total Archery Challenge? And I'm like, "You, yeah, you can, but you better buy Sean and Monica and and the other five people that are with them for five years if I'm going to stay part of it. Because, like, as soon as you lose them, you're going to lose, like, what makes it. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that. I think, I mean, there might be a little more credit there than is due, but. Uh, Just pay, uh, me. It pay de- me for it. Yeah, it's definitely. Uh, <laughs> Discount. Yeah. I'll give you a discount. <laughs> <laughs> but it is fun. It's it's fun to watch. Everybody's just happy. Yeah. Like, see, we're sitting here, and these guys are. Yeah, we're at, we're in my booth podcasting. What's up? Did we bring any what? Spring kits for? No, but I can fix it while we're podcasting. What? what? Yeah, I just need an Allen wrench set. What do you want? Lighter? Heavier? Heavier? Lighter. Lighter? Good grief. Heavier. All right. I can do that. I just need an Allen wrench set. Oh, he's got one right here behind you. Oh, okay. That's what we do here. Podcast. What? Oh, no, we're podcasting, fixing equipment. This is a manufacturer's. Having uh, a good time. Yep, 
nice there's there's so many times i'll be on the range shooting and we will have people come up hey mr zebros hey <laughs> can you fix this this how do they know you're from zebros is it your shirt or you your hat uh, yeah, <laughs> or your right. pants well normally just i don't wear all this stuff i try to go incognito but they i mean when you're when you're a ginger you, you kind of stick out you know what i mean I can't well, tell. You're that like mask on. you're like We're murdered out on. right now, bro. Yeah, that's true. Other than your freckles on your arms, I would <laughs> never like. You're totally going with all. Like, Maybe the, we got something going here. Maybe yeah. I'll do that. Yeah. If you want to go incognito, put on sunglasses, a mask, yep, a hat, a sweat stained <laughs> hat. Yeah. Well, that's hey, it is that's what happens. It's sunny out, and you know, I'm working. Yeah, it's good. And I sweat a lot, anyways. You do. Yeah, I'm a sweater. When? Well, when I'm working in the sun. I've been sitting here long enough. I'm not sweating right now. You drive a vehicle way more than you sweat. <laughs> I sweat driving a vehicle. <laughs> you sound like my son. We we're, were at an event one time, and I'm just burnt by the end of the day, and I look forward to my bed, and he's in the truck with me, and uh, I'm like, dude, I'm tired. And he says, I'll bet you are, Dad. And there's a pause, and he and he goes, "It's got to be hard pointing fingers and telling people what to do." <laughs> <laughs> I get out of the truck. <laughs> oh man! So I, my job, once the events rock, and my job honestly is, uh, to be available for fires. Oh, like all the fires. other guys, they have a specific job they perform throughout the day, and mine's to sit back, and when there's a fire, I attend to it. And uh, my question is, what did your wife do to dogs in a prior <laughs> life? Because for whatever reason, Luna, you know, Luna is scared to death. She, um, it wasn't a prior life. She's really just, it's been all her life. She just kicks them. Anytime she sees a dog, she's just a, a really abusive. How late do you want it? That was a joke, by the way. What? While we're waiting. She yeah. did, she's not abusive. No. No kidding. She's I the nicest lady. The nicest lady. Yeah. Everybody's got to put their business hat huh? on. Try it. Wait, your tattoo says hand. What's the other? Handmade. I like it. All right. We just adjusted a knock to it. Your travel screw had never been adjusted, so it had a ton of travel. Yep. yep. Now it's zero travel and all pressure. Preload it, pull that elbow, let her eat. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Dang it. Give it a try. Oh, nice. All right. Yeah, you too. We're at the knock on booth. Total Archery Challenge, Montana, Saturday. Shaking hands, fixing. Did releases. we say that at the beginning of the podcast? You did. Or? I think so. You did. Yep. Okay. Some people join in late. Mm-hmm. Not. They could rewind it. What's that? <laughs> I'm just Is that even a term now? I don't even know. Rewind I, it? I think I said that to my kids. I did that on an eight track. No, I was about to say, I have a fanny pack and a Walkman in here, and I just... You don't have a walk. Rewind the cassette. You could. Tape. I could. 
You, yeah, you, you don't know what I have in here. Oh, that's mm. another good point, right? I'll show you, though. Another good reason to get one. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Your Sean just pulled a freaking <laughs> thermometer. A thermometer out of nowhere. A, scan, a brain Anal probe. <laughs> yeah, a freaking forehead probing thermometer out of his fanny pack <laughs> and just COVID tested me. Yeah, you're good. I'm totally solid. Yep, you're in the clear. We got to like do that, that for everybody. I like that. Well, so. we're at 40 minutes, which is pretty solid. God, that's a hot podcast yeah, it's deck. Sun, yeah, that's not good. Daniel, when did you start shooting? Did you shoot before military or? Yes, yeah, I shot. I shot with my dad and my brother um, growing up. Was your dad a hunter? My dad was a hunter. Yeah, still is a hunter. Um, yeah, from, he, huh? From long time ago. I mean, he he started what with state though. Oh, Texas, absolutely. Oh, yeah. straight up, Texas. Yep. What about your grandpa? Did he teach him? No, actually, my grandpa was Damn. was uh, you know World War Two era, right? So a lot of things didn't jive well with him. Yeah. Um. So he handed my dad a thirty thirty. And said, "Here it is. And course. Get after it. Lever and, and action. Yep. Of course. <laughs> yep. Yep. And uh, you know, it was good. My dad. My dad picked it up and then passed it on to us. Then we got into the bow scene. Started shooting a little bit, and I kind of put it down. You know, when you join the military, super, super young. Like I was ultra young. Like my dad had to sign the waiver for me to go in. Um, I just didn't have any time, or you know, I was in for a little over six years and got out. Um, then I picked it up when I got back." Awesome. Yep, yep, yep. That is cool. Sean, what was your hunting background? I don't think uh, I've ever asked. No, so I, uh, my dad, he was kind of a bird hunter, a uh, casual bird hunter, and he took my brother and I hunt, I was eight years old, and we went on a cow elk hunt with a friend of his. And it was a successful hunt, and no lie, from that point forward, I was hooked. Really? And so, um, so... He started taking us out. Anything I wanted to do hunting-wise, he was in. That's cool. And uh, I hunted all through high school. Um, I wanted to be a guide or whatever was kind of my dream. And the second I graduated, my dad hasn't hunted since. <laughs> I'm like, he's like, well, I was never really into it, but you guys were. So, you know, I stayed involved. And uh, that's it. Been hunting since. That's awesome. So, yeah, I love it. I've been in it forever. I did some guiding for quite a while, and now I do a little bit of guiding and get to hunt for Wait, myself. where did you guide? Here in Montana, eastern Montana for uh, How Trophies East? West. How Ekalaka? No, like uh, Forsyth, east of Billings, oh. about 90 miles um, south of the river there. That's but cool. uh, I guided for him for a long time. And I've been in, I was in Alaska guiding for, uh, I started as a grunt, so packing meat in 95, maybe. And you're still packing meat. Well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Depends on who you ask. <laughs> but, uh, and so we still go up. I try to get there once a year, hunt one, do one hunt, and that's about it. But, uh, yeah, I love it. It's absolutely awesome. My boys are old enough now that most of our time is spent hunting with them yeah so guiding is fun it's almost more fun than well, you get a lot of a lot more opening days absolutely when you're guiding because you got to be opening day excited every time you start a new yeah. hunt and yeah i've really enjoyed it and met some of the, my best friends that way and i don't think i could be a guide oh sure you what could. yeah you could no if you like people i'd end up shooting <laughs> everyone's stuff uh, your attention to detail is pretty high 
Yeah, but I'd be like, dude, you freaking, like. You missed it. After you missed the second time, I'd be like, here, watch. That's definitely a possibility. (laughs) Or I'd be like, you got him. Was I shooting all green fletchings? (laughs) Yes, you were. Yes, yes, you were. Oh, yeah. Yep. I put one in your quiver this morning. Didn't tell you. That's awesome. <laughs> no, I, I enjoyed it. It was fun. I still enjoy guiding, but it's been a lot of fun hunting with the kids. And, yeah. And then Monica, as our kids were growing up, she uh, hasn't hunted that much, but now they're old enough that Sounds she's like she's hunting. She is all pumped on that antelope story she was oh, telling me. She's, yeah. It's That's fun. Cool. We, she has a mountain goat hunt, provided we get across the border in October. Um, mm. So she's really excited about mm. that. It's a backpack hunt. Oh, yes. Who are you awesome. going with? Olin Lewis. Oh, you are? Yeah. Awesome. Yep. Cool. Yep. So it should be a good hunt. I, I told him I wasn't booking unless Spike was our guide. So, mm-hmm. there you yeah, go. it'll be a good hunt. What's so, up with these little smoke? The birch barrel? Yeah. They're just cooking up some delicious meats, sampling them. They're actually really cool. Have you not had any? No. Nah. Are you missing? I that? saw one up. At the top of the mountain before the turn? Yeah. Were she they cooking up there yesterday? Hot dogs and hamburgers. And oh, wow. They freaking are out. serious. Look at Cole Kramer freaking <laughs> mooching in on the free food. Yeah. Yeah. With his mustache. That is a nice <laughs> mustache. Hey, Cole. Cole. Mm, I can't hear us. He's deaf from muzzle blast. Probably. Cole Kramer just came walking out of the birch barrel booth. Had a little he, bit of grease dripping off his chin. Yeah, off his must, off his porn stash. <laughs> he's rocking. <laughs> we were just barely, barely talking about that. Sloan, Sloan rocks a good porn stash. Oh, the reason freaking Sloan from Yeti isn't here right now is because he's slinging slarm <laughs> all across Colorado or wherever he's at now that COVID's happening and doesn't have to go to the office in Austin. Yeah, Who I, knows where he's at? I like his mustache. It's nice. It's almost as nice as Cole's. <laughs> I think the two of them rub it together sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're well-groomed. That's a well-groomed mustache. I just shaved all mine completely off. I'm just bald now. A lot so. of people don't know they're both sponsored by, uh, what's that, trimmer company? Oh, Manscaped. Uh, huh? Manscaped.com. Manscaped. I wish I was. I'm not. Dude, yeah, I've cut my out. hair with a dog trimmer since I was 17. I cut mine today. Did you really? Well, I mean, I don't have a lot of hair, so it doesn't take much. But, yeah, I trimmed it all the way off. <laughs> Holy oh, crap, God. Sean. Good thing you're wearing that hat. Jesus. <laughs> Dude, take that hat off right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Look Good at those job, lines. dude. You look like you have leukemia. <laughs> <laughs> that's just because when I shave it, the gray hair that's still there just looks like my skin. I don't know. I got to look at that again. <laughs> Damn, dude, you look like Bane. Let's see. <laughs> Are you, you look kidding? like a friggin' patriotic that is Bane. A, dude, that is a handsome dome. <laughs> well, arguably. It hasn't, it hasn't seen a sun for a while. So that's all right. That's hot. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. Well, I, I'm old. You just bald never gray. know until someone takes their hat off. That's right. right. 
Yep. Honestly, you wouldn't really know what Sean looked like if he, <laughs> yeah. like the fact that we got him, t- I'm going to do a before and after <laughs> just for followers here. Yeah. See, <laughs> like if you saw that, you'd be like, oh, he's normal. And then you see that, and you're like, wait. You're like, he has no He's hair. above normal. And then you want him to take his mask and his glasses off, and you realize, like, he's got one blue eye, one brown one. And, and like, no teeth. And gank teeth. <laughs> meth teeth. <laughs> Dang. Uh, I don't know if you would have got this Total Archery Challenge bought if you wouldn't have wore this to the no, meeting. I, no, I had to. Well, Is actually, that what you went with when you got yeah, this? Yes, and a gun. I held him at Who'd you buy? Did you buy from Shane? No, Anthony Dixon. You did? Yeah. Anthony and Sean? Yeah. And Was uh, Sean there? Yep, he was. Um, I just did an asset purchase. They were oh. done. I just said, well, I'll buy your assets. So, okay. Yep. I'd been going, helping this them. Was $4 or? Uh, it was a little Sweet more deal, than that, but it, uh, you know, it was, it ended up, it's where I learned that there's certain targets work better than others for what we do. Yep. And so I bought a bunch of one type and realized, you know, that's what they had. And I was like, nope, that won't work. So I bought a new kind. Well, what is it? Reinhardt. Can you give the secret out? or? Yeah, buy Reinhardt. They're awesome. Okay. If you're going to do what we're doing. If you're not, then any target I bet works. But No, I, just I mean, am a huge I fan definitely want to rip off what you're doing. Yeah, you should. Reinhardt. So I buy Reinhardt's. Yeah. I get a 20-foot gray trailer with two pop-up doors Dude. and then that's it i yep. got it nope that's all it takes. million dollar deal that's what, seriously all it takes well i mean you gotta you have to buy the milk crates that you put your shirts in and you gotta pack some meat yes <laughs> a lot of meat <laughs> daniel's know. like damn it how did i get on this podcast oh, right now you think this is bad you should i was in the military you gotta remember that oh yeah it's like way time way worse Sean, I wasn't in the military. Sean wasn't, but he did wear a fanny pack, which pretty much qualifies you. No, look, I have no hair. He has a military haircut and a a fanny pack. I have a flag. And a flag. And I have two spots. Perfect. Another badge. That is a pretty fine uh, fanny pack. Hey, there, right now, if you become become a uh, Coffee of the Month member at the Black Rifle booth, you could get a a fanny pack of that caliber I, I do you really mm, i don't think so. i wouldn't hold me to I that i think you get a bag of coffee <laughs> i don't know if you get the fanny pack but i'm just saying all the compliments i've gotten over the last two it. days about my fanny pack and it's really boosted my um confidence, confidence. i could never like confidence yeah like i you know what i'm wearing this everywhere now i, busted I take my, my wife on a date i'm wearing a fanny really? pack no, dude, I couldn't do it. I busted my father-in-law's balls too much. Dude. Yeah, I said, you can't wear yeah, that. Yeah, but that was pack. probably one house, of those leather it. ones that kind of sags down. That's yes. Rogan's. Don't make fun of Listen, it. Listen, yeah, this is a you know? belly pack. That's like, a tactical pack. I have to As suck it As if your in. belly could fit. No, I suck in to open it, and if I don't suck in, it's locked. <laughs> <laughs> it's so locked. You can't get into this. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. You have to pull it back you to get, get in the sack. Yep, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and it holds, look, I've got a, what else do I got in here? Weed? A Quigley. What's in your baggie? <laughs> a Quigley, uh, Quigley 4 by. what is this? Uh, koozie. A koozie. Ooh. Ooh. In a baggie? Yeah. Is that from Colorado or? Yeah. It was I left never over. get that back. A 4x4? Four four? Quigley 4x4 four four 
Yeah, Wait, man. what the hell is this thing? That's that a magnet? magnet. So when you're not using it, you just slap it on the fridge. It's for Patrick. Patrick Jeez. likes koozies. He collects them. Honestly, does he really? Yeah. Okay, that's good to know. So we I need to talk one. about your team because this is yeah, important. We do. You're absolutely like right. the total archery challenge. I've been fortunate enough to meet everybody that somehow or another Sean has got to aid him in this freaking awesome event. Yeah. Dude, how did you land these guys? Let's talk about each one in their background. So, uh, I'm going to get Patrick on. Yeah, Honestly, I'm going to get Patrick and Mike both on. So They're freaking uh, awesome. Patrick. Uh, Marine. He is a Marine, and uh, I met him at the Color Run when I was doing events there. We worked together only on a couple of events, but uh, he, loves, he loves hunting and whatever. And when we started this, he reached out, and I said, sure, yeah, come on down. And that guy is more dedicated to the participant, to doing things uh, at, a, at a certain level and is not happy. For example, there's certain things that, um, like setting course, Sitka's course, for example. I don't yeah, mess with that. Yeah, perfect example. I don't mess with that. Patrick's very particular about how that's supposed to be. And, uh, but he's like that on everything he does. So he's been working for us for four years or five years now. And like I said, he's one of those guys that he has a job that he does. I see him in the morning, we slap high fives and that's it. And I know I don't have to worry about anything on the mountain if Patrick's there. Uh, So true. Well, and honestly, we set the Sika range on, was it Tuesday? Tuesday, yeah. And we shot it Wednesday morning as like a preliminary. And when we got to Fred the Gopher target, I said, hey, when you're standing at that stake, you can actually see the ram that's beneath. Yeah. And I said, we need a sign that designates shoot the gopher. And he's like, all right, check. And honestly, the next morning, like 6.30, I said, hey, did you get that thing up? And he's like, oh, yeah, done. And I got up there, and there's, like, this awesome <laughs> sign yep. that says, like, Fred the shoot gopher. Fred the gopher. And it, like, had an arrow pointing at it. Like, yeah. he was already on it. Well, you called me and said, hey, can we get this done or whatever? And so I called Patrick. I'm like, hey, we, uh, Dudley says that it's there's some confusion there. He's like, oh, it's already done. <laughs> All right, Perfect. Cool. But that's how he does it, man. The guy doesn't mess around. I mean, no one on our team does anyway, mm-hmm. but uh, he's – it's – our team's impressive. It is. For uh, sure. Frank Charles, he's the other one you see running around the mountain with Patrick most of the time. He's in Utah setting up right now. But uh, him and I have been friends uh, all through high school and since then. And when we started this and he was kind of done, burned out, I'm like, dude, just come on the road with us. Um, Frank Frank uh, works a lot more with us because he lives in Utah, and so he does a lot in the shop and everything like that. But he uh, he's the same way. He cares that everyone has a good time. He takes it personal when people have a, a legitimate complaint. And uh, and I, I use that word only because some people just like to complain for no other reason than to complain. But yep. um, And out, after that, you got Monica and Shaylin. Where's Shaylin from? She's our neighbor. 
So, did they get their hair done at the same place, or? You know what's funny <laughs> is they're both natural. That's both their natural hairdo? Yeah. When Monica does her hair, she gets out of the shower, squeezes it with a towel, and that's what you get. Which is kind of what you get, really. Yeah, no. Yeah, I don't even squeeze mine with a towel. It doesn't even hold water. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously not. It's bald. Yeah. Well, I used to have long, luscious locks of hair, and well, I... <laughs> Come on. Totally. Lars. No. Like Metallica style where oh, you yeah. have like some in the back but none on the top? Or? No, I, not since <laughs> like sixth grade. <laughs> but I had long hair. It was all the same length. It was down past my, probably about my belly button. Dang. Maybe a little higher. That's covering that fanny pack. Yeah. Yeah, it would have. You know what I would have done is I would have just tucked it into the fanny pack mm. when I had to go to the restroom. Zip it up. <laughs> yeah. So... Daniel, how long have you grown your do? Do you ever grow that freaking no. carrot top out? <laughs> no. Yeah, I thought about it, and then my dad didn't have that. He's a yeah, he's a perfectionist, and he's a pastor, so oh yeah, no, no long, no long hair. But my younger brother, which looks a lot like me and a lot taller, his hair is like down here now. I'm like, what's Damn. this? Like yeah. he had all these rules for me and my older brother, but now these young yeah. Once you're the third brother, yeah. or the third sibling, you can do whatever, whatever you, you want. want, and that's exactly what happens. Grow it out now. Yeah, you know, I thought about it. Do I don't it. Know. Do it. You never know. I want to see it. you here next year, just freaking Santana, just slinging yeah. that red. You know, I could do curly. That. Don't threaten me with curly? a good time. Mm. It is curly, actually. Yeah. See? see? There you go, John dude. Knows. He could be working in the freaking Total Archery Challenge booth over there, yeah, I could selling T-shirts no right now. Heck yeah, no <laughs> problem. With Monica, just yeah. straight up like. Just squeeze that stuff out of the shower yeah. and just go for My it. My sales might be really, really small. You no know, way. If you, had, if you have hair like that, you sell. Okay. Look at that line over there. All right, done. People That's just a walking off line. with shirts. All right. Yeah. Well, make it rain, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen my son. He walks around here. He's got a big old long hairdo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's the hippie of the That's family. Cool, I like that. Yeah, he's actually, do- his brother had long hair and donated it. Um, he did wigs for kids and he's like well i'm gonna do that so he started growing his hair out and his brothers he donated 14 inches and he's like oh i gotta beat that then and then he asked me how long my hair was in high school and i told him he's like oh well i gotta beat that so now he's about there he's got 26 inches of hair coming off of that head damn it's about to get whacked so mm. and donate it i grew my do out Pretty decent, but never what I wanted. Was yours more like bouffant? Like, no, dude. I grew like some straight up good looking stuff. <laughs> <laughs> if I had my choice, it'd be like Brett Michaels, <laughs> dude. See, I would have just grown some freaking stuff. Every rose has its thorn. Yeah, I would have wanted to slap <laughs> some people's faces when I was banging that freaking do around. Just fluff your hair. Like Fabio. Similar, but different. Yeah, similar, but different. What's up, bro? Yeah, we're podcasting. Do you want on? Here. Get on this podcast. You better say something good or you're fired. (laughs) (laughs) What's your name? It's uh, Morgan. Morgan what? Morgan St. Ange. Morgan St. Ange. Where are you from, Morgan? Logan, Utah. 
Nice. I myself am from Utah. So are you going to go to the Utah shoot? Not this year. Done it the last four years. All right. Well, we lift. We moved to a new new territory in Snow Basin. Yeah. So that's awesome. So how has the shoot been? It's been good. We did Sitka and Prime. Nice. Dudley set Sitka. Favorite course was knock on last year at Park City. Oh, oh snap. snap. Knock on at Park City last year's his favorite course. Well, just so yeah. you know, that wasn't the favorite one to set up. That yeah. was a lot <laughs> of hiking, bet. moving targets. That was a long course. Yeah, yeah, it was a good one. So how long you been up here? Uh, Thursday night. Came nice. Out. And you head home tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow morning. Nice. So... Uh, Tell us about your experience and give us some words of wisdom to share with the knock-on nation. Well, I don't know, just coming out to these has been really good. Um, good practice and watched a lot of your videos. Um, and that's uh, made me a really good shooter. So yep. I don't know, just if you want to be a good shooter, put time in, do some research and get out and practice. So how long you been doing this? Your fifth year or fourth year? Fourth year, yeah. I like to hear that. Yep. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So knock on Nation Utah this year is not going to be uh, have your presence. No, it's not. We picked one, and we want to do something different this year. So Yeah, Big Sky is awesome. Yeah, we it's heard it was such a beautiful place. pretty epic up here. Yeah, that's fun. So what else you got for us, Morgan? What do you do at home? I... Uh, Build custom hot rods and... What? Custom hot rods. What? That's awesome. Yeah. Actually, we got... There's a show going on in Salt Lake this weekend that I missed out on because of this. We got six cars there. Well, I appreciate you coming to this. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, tell me about these hot rods. Oh, uh, anything. <laughs> <We got. laughs> yeah, it has to be green. Flow green. Man, we haven't done anything green in a while that i can think of i mean what would be a cool hot rod that was flow green if you were like hey i want the coolest hot rod and flow green what would you say this is the one Ooh. i don't know you could do a lot of stuff anything from the 40s and 50s i think would be cool maybe like a 32 ford nice i'm uh i like that bel air yeah we've got a 55 yeah 54, in the shop right now bel air but I, not the two-door, the four-door. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I would be a fan of that. Yeah. I need to make a little bit more money. That'd be my date night you car. You do that. Yeah, they're a, so awesome. They can be expensive. 54 Bel Air. Yeah, not that old, Dudley. I still, <laughs> you know. We have a 55 that we're entering in for the Riddler and Detroit in a few years, and it's uh, got. I'm gonna have a mid-engine and a bunch of cool stuff in it. So, do you do tear down all the way to the frame and build it all the way back up, or what do you guys do? Um, we do kind of everything. Okay. Um, our big stuff that gets a lot of the media attention is full builds, and everything is custom. Um, and then we do smaller, like simple stuff. We'll do like a little paint job on a hot rod, but we uh, we did a Camaro. Four years ago, that um, won the Battle of the Builders at SEMA, and that one was a uh, like the only thing left was the roof panel. Nice. So, what's the name of your company? Uh, what's the name of this hot rod company? HS Customs. Nice. Oh, cool. Yeah. 
HS Customs out in Utah. Yeah, it's fun. So what else do you guys do in that? I mean, how many cars you build in a year? <laughs> other than the knock-on knock knock car. On. We probably do our high-end ones. Some of them have been there for four or five years at a time. But we Oh, really? We usually put out one or two of the really high-end ones a year. Probably a couple dozen of the kind of simpler, smaller builds. And most of that comes with just paint and interior. Is that more on the simple yeah. side? Or? Yeah. Um, and just kind of the level that we do it to. There's there's a lot of different levels. Like a basic paint job can start around 30000 and Wow. Then go up to the high-end one. That Camaro that we won with, the paint and body, was upwards of 200000 Oh, my oh gosh. gosh. Knock so. on. Listen. He's talking two hundred grand for a hot rod. I just realized we have a fourth mic. Yeah, I can I be like, in on this. <laughs> <laughs> well, the knock-on car, he said, is gonna he discounted. Get you a special grand. deal. Wait, really? Yeah. Discounted. Yeah. Do I get a car? Yeah. Discount two hundred. He was thinking, what were you saying? A Ford nineteen thirties Ford pickup. That's ten percent of. Wait, one percent off the two hundred grand he charge. Yeah. <laughs> Look, he's like. He's like, well, let me do the math. That sounds about right. <laughs> you might be able to trade him a knock to it. Okay, mm. now we're talking for, in for, flow green. For some wheels. Do you think you could custom paint a knock to it? Yeah, well, I actually, do it all the time. My boss yeah. is an airbrusher. I so did a I did a uh, sick orange one for Barcolo. Did it have a cool design on it, or just was orange? It was just orange. Oh, could I mean, you do a cool design? Like you can dip do that anything. Thing? Yeah, you can do anything. Yeah, we do it's all like kinds of I, airbrush stuff. Yeah, it's when I call like when I called Daniel and I'm like, "Hey, can you do this Zebros sight light? But it's going to be really different. It's just going to have a different front membrane on it. Yep. And it's going to be able to work on our site. That's awesome. And a flow come, green. And come with a special screw so we can mount it on yep. the side. And he's like, "You know what? Done." Done. We're all about customization. <laughs> We're going to make this happen. Yep. That's awesome. So if you were to picture me in a hot rod, what would it be? Oh, definitely a- 70s caddy. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> yeah, dude. Just, just based on my dude. Just jamming, and you've got a set orange soda from seven from 7-Eleven. And you're just cruising. <laughs> An orange soda? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> <And> <laughs> Dude, soda. I would at least go freaking suicide, like a little bit of everything. Yeah. <laughs> freaking yeah. an orange soda? I yeah. haven't had an orange soda since, like, the first day I was flipping burgers at McDonald's. And that was in the 70s. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. Did we ever figure out how old you are? Yeah, 42. Uh, no, I'm 42. 44. Yeah. You really you are 44. You're 75. When were you born? 76. 43. Well, I'm 40. I I turned 43 and I'm 77 this year. Hmm. Yeah, 44. I thought. Huh. Well, you're a lot younger than I thought. Really? Yeah. Just based on just, my face, or no, just, yeah, or I don't know. I just attitude. Assume, no, like. I have no idea. It's a Maturity, total. you would think I yeah. was way lower, like 15. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going on. I mean, just at first glance. I'm like, so that guy's 40. 
I'm wondering if the only reason Daniel likes me is because his dad was a pastor, and he's like, "That's totally it." And you're like, "Okay, this dude no. doesn't give any shits about anything right now," and I love right. that. No, it's good. I mean, I think it's good, and there's a value uh, when people act who they are. They don't they don't try to play the part. They act who they are. They're not apologetic about it, and then. I mean, all the, the like. If you want to wear a fanny pack, just freaking wear the fanny pack. Do it, do it, do it. Regardless of what John Dudley has to say the about your help. you want to pack that meat. Damn it, Sean. Put pack, it in. Yep. Pack like that can. meat. That's it. That's what Good I'm saying. Good for Sitka to be able to hold that meat. That Sean meat. <laughs> no wonder you like Sitka. They yep. have that deep pocket. That's right. I, wait, what are we talking about? Nothing. We're talking about John's pro tuning. I think that's oh. what really turned me on to you at oh. first. I was tired of, I mean, having <laughs> handing my bow to somebody and Man, they, they dude, not knowing anything. Thank you def- for the segue. You're welcome. This is uh, hashtag Daniel the deflector. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> In business, we got to do it all the time. Sidestep. <laughs> dude, I like yeah, it. Yeah, like bring yep. the conversation back away from the potential of me having meat. <laughs> right. Of there some variable like size. I like and, it. And uh, let's talk about some real stuff. Absolutely. When you have knowledge, you have power. And so I, I realized a lot of stuff that was happening to my bow from other people. I re- realized this isn't this isn't right. And I uh, tried to What do you make mean to shift. other people? Well, when we when you take it to a shop, right? Yeah. And the, you don't know you, what's a reputable shop, especially when you're getting back into it. You don't know what's a reputable shop. Like, is this guy really going to treat my equipment right? Is he just trying? Am I just another customer that's come through the door? Am I a right. number? Am I just throwing a D loop on it? Kind of get it halfway right, send him out the door. You're you're good to go. And when I started really researching and trying to, how do I improve? What am I doing? Is it me or is it the equipment? And, you know, because I'm, you know, I know I'm a really good shot as far as, you know, guns and everything else. And I knew when it came to archery, I could I could self-analyze very well. And I knew what I was doing and what I wasn't doing. I didn't feel like the equipment was performing. So then I stumbled upon John's podcast and me and my older brother would sit down and listen to him time after time after time. And, and what we started doing is implementing those small tidbits of knowledge and really building our portfolio and tuning in equipment and and do it and so around my area uh we have people coming from all over coming in and uh having us tune and and time equipment and, and stuff like that and getting yeah. advice and really honestly i just take what what we can use what fits our style our brand and then and then uh go from there and it's really thanks to john because he's really one that got us on that path yeah honestly. that's awesome you know what's hard is with shops there's shops, and honestly, it's with me too. There's people that really know their craft, but everybody needs like a time. Like everybody needs a day off. Yep. Everyone's not on twenty four seven. Right. You know, if I went to every freaking archery event and every uh, every like buck big buck classic and everything. Yep. There would definitely be times where you walked up to me and I would just be like, "Thank you, Morgan." Not uh, thanks, Morgan. Morgan, we're turning you down. Wait, was that him? Yeah, that was him. I thought you were four. Am I good? No, you're. I'm out. He's on. Okay, we're good. There's days where certain people are not 100% on, and. I think it's the same with shops. Like, Absolutely. you know, when people are open seven days a week, it gets it's hard. hard to be on seven days. Yep. 
And that's why I'm adamant about telling our listeners, don't be afraid to go in during the downtime. Like right now is the time to call a shop and say, hey, I want to come in. I need lessons. Yep. I, what, when aren't you busy? Because if you go in on a Wednesday at opening, there may not be anyone there, and you're going to get the Quality dude's time. attention, and you're probably going to get way better service. And I just, I don't know. I think, that's a good point. I think that's like, for me, when I come to these events, I'm 100%. I don't do anything leading up to these events other than train and mentally prepare for when I come to the TAC, I'm here for other people. And when people come up to me, I'm like, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I mean, behind Daniel right now is a bow press. Yesterday, some dude, like, derailed his Matthews. I restrung that. Another dude came up and tried to build his first bow and had a few issues of him doing it. I'm like, let's just redo all this, you know? And honestly, if they rolled up – if they rolled up to me on September 14th before I'm leaving for my my elk hunt to Utah, I'd be like, I'm going to help you because I want to, but can I get this done in the next hour? Whereas here, I was like, hey, I got three hours. Let me just – let's rebuild this whole thing. We're good. Right. And I think – is that still live? That's because I'm three. Wait. Who am I? I'm a – you're three? Yeah. Who's that? That's you. That's you. Is he two? No, he's one. Oh, he's one because you were number one. Okay. We good? Yeah. That's why it's so loud. Sorry, everyone. No, trying so- to, we're trying to run a podcast uh, deck. It's very technical. You're right. But I don't know. I think if people, <clears throat> if people – utilize time when people aren't rushed they're going to get a better experience overall and honestly when i podcast is when i'm not rushed too right you know it's the same thing well i saw you uh there was a bunch of people you made a few posts that you're coming to this event or that event or whatever and um and kind of what your plans were and there were quite a few people who hit you up if you could help them out and on every one of them, you're like, yep, bring it by. We'll see if we can figure out what the problem is here or or, yeah, I'll help you get that done. Or, um, and, and the people just really appreciate that. Sean, there's your favorite. Oh, she does. Yeah. Luna loves Sean. She hates his wife, but (laughs) loves. she does hate Monica. (laughs) Like she'll be smiling. Monica will roll over just like, Oh my God, I'm going to die. I don't yeah. know what it is. She's pretty funny. Closes her mouth and her eyes and looks away. Dude, oh, she wow. drank on the, like, Target 23 coming down that hill on Sitka. She, like, sucked a bunch of water out of that mossy freaking <laughs> oh, slough and just had the green diarrhea, <laughs> like, two Man, days no. ago. It was the worst. <laughs> Not in the trailer, of course. Uh, oh. She got out of the trailer, but our neighbors <laughs> probably... Oh, aren't it. in a good place because of it. <laughs> dang it. It's like eating salad from Olive Garden. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, when the price is right, that all-you-can-eat salad and uh, soup. What's the, what's the good soup? Soup Toscana? I don't know. I always tell them that. That's the one with the Italian chili. The, 
I don't know what they call it, but I, I say. I think it's called minestrone. It's it, not I that don't know, weird. It might be. <laughs> Pretty good, though. <laughs> so. Well, all right. I'm, I think I have to go shoot at 100 yards for people. Yeah, hey. when's your, uh, you've got a deal at uh, five to six. Yeah, one hour. The cool thing is <sighs> I didn't bring my bow, so I have to do it with other people's bows. How'd it go yesterday? Good? Solid, yeah. Good. I grabbed some dude's Hoyt and his silverback and let her rip. Qualified him. That's awesome. That's cool. Are you doing that in Utah? Yeah, do you want me to? <sighs> Check this guy. Check this guy out. I have that jersey. <laughs> you wish. <laughs> <laughs> you wish. Dude, a blue Jordan 23 jersey. Dang. Do you no. think that's the that's from the Olympics maybe? I hope so. It's got to be, right? I I think I it know. is. I got to get a picture of this guy before he shoots us. <laughs> oh, I think it is, dude. Boom, boom. That's a cool jersey. Oh, I think it is. Does that say McDonald's? What's it say on the front? Uh, American. Uh, well, let's just say uh, we're at the vendor tent area. And yeah, the Mountain Festival. And since we're in Big Sky, there's a little bit of everything for personality. Yep. Some homie just rolled in with some hair that possibly is doused in olive oil and some blue blockers and a Jordan jersey that's less than authentic <laughs> with a hobo's underwear wrapped around his face for a COVID mask. Well, better than the thong that we're yeah. handing out. Huh? It's what? Be- we're handing out thongs. I like your Oh, thong. they go around your ears? Yeah. Yeah, that but you have two different ear yeah. depths. Yeah, so that's from nice. Nine Line Apparel. Oh, oh, thank you, nice. Nine Line. Yeah, yeah, they gave you two sizes. Keeping Dude, it safe. Two Dude, sizes. He just of rolled in and got a free freaking black rifle coffee, and then he's just out. Smart like, guy. Not even. Yeah. Now he's taking his mask. He's like, I got it. I'm out of here. Taking his mask off. He's got the original freaking digi camo. Good for him. How does word get out that like black rifles here giving out free cans? Oh, we just and he only came here for that, and then he was gone. He's, I mean, it's good for him. I do that. <laughs> <laughs> Costco's, Costco's doing samples. Well, look, Birch Barrel. I'll be over there. Birch Barrel's doing samples. Yeah. I'm going to roll on up, get me a slice of something delicious. I'm pretty sure that's, that's it. In the how, is that how Nakon <laughs> got a course here? You're like, oh. How, you know what? That's interesting. How did that I'm trying to remember. You did the thing with Easton and Cabela's. Yeah, the Cabela's experience. And then yeah. I said, and then you can like, we get hey. our own range just because I knew we had enough demand, I think. Yeah. And then we did our own range, and then I don't yeah. know. You say range, and I say course. Yeah, oh. You and I are always Why? confused. That's that old 3D talk. Yeah, because I call it a Which course. Is better? Course. Range. It is? Range. No, course is better. Course is better. Okay. Yeah. Well, for this, absolutely. I mean, I mean, if you if you say, are you going to the shooting range, no one's going to assume you're hiking around the mountain shooting. Okay. Right Unless you. maybe you you would assume that because you use that term. But you guys are like, oh, that's a sweet course. I'm yeah, like. I mean, yeah, on the 3D yeah. side, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, okay. I'm yeah, that was a it. long course. That was a soft course. It's just that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're good. 
I just, I mean, I'm not, I don't know if it's the right term. It's just the one we've decided to use. Range is good, too. How did, like, how did we get in the circle of Sean? Yeah. Uh, You guys, uh. Circle attack. You did the Easton experience. That's how. That's how people get in? Oh, wait, what are you talking about? Just, like, how we got in this awesome, like, circle of trust with the Sean. The, the. you know, and the Monica. Just, yeah. Now that's a little harder one to break to get into Monica's circle. Did, are we in? Well, I don't know. We'd have to ask her. Probably I th- not. I think I'm dog, in. My dog's afraid of her. I'm pretty sure I'm in. So, yeah. Tell Monica she won't do it. She nope, won't. Do she it. won't do it. She won't do it. She's like, look, I'm the brains in this thing. Hey, Monica. Oh, here, you want a bed? I have a radio. Watch this. Uh, oh. Sean to Monica. She's laughing. <laughs> Sean to Monica, you got a copy? Nope. She's totally. Oh, here right. we go. Here we oh. go. Oh, here she goes. Here yeah. Go for Monica. Yeah. <laughs> She's on. Okay. She's on. Hey, uh, Dudley here is wondering is, has he made it into your circle of trust? Really thinking about this. If he's made it into the circle of my trust? Yeah, it's like he part of your circle. Like he's in with you. Has he made it? Has he made it? Well, you know, I've received some <laughs> bacon, egg, and cheese sandwiches in the morning, and that gets into my circle of trust. <laughs> so what? <laughs> so what you're saying? Oh, that's a that's a weird way to say no, but. Uh, <laughs> Apparently, you can buy your way in with a bacon, egg, cheese sandwich Ooh, from Birch Barrel. Everyone's coming in now. Yeah, yeah so everybody. I wouldn't be surprised if I wasn't in because I know I've had people, Daniel, that have come up and said, hey, we're here to shoot with, yes. like, knock-ons, dudes. Yeah. And, and, and like, honestly, what? yeah, and that's not my fault. It totally was my fault. Sorry. Oh, that happened to you. Yeah. That's yeah. okay. That is 100% on me. He did send that and then i wrote back and said they're good now yeah we're good <laughs> it was, day it was later. actually pretty easy yeah, yeah it's so not a big deal tell us how easy that was you went up said that to monica she's like i have no idea she has okay. no idea well i mean you you deal with thousands of people it's kind of hard to know no. every every he was no he did it right he gave us the names yep i didn't do it right by forwarding it to monica oh if he would have so he did it 50 percent right he did the name thing but he sent it to the wrong person yeah oh i mean for any male out there, it's don't always send something that you need done to another male. That's right. Yeah. Send it to the wife. Yep. yep. Then yeah, so what we need to do is get you Monica's number, and then you send it to her, and it's done. Either way, done. it was easy. We just did two trips, and bam, we got it. Easy peasy. It was easy. Just like that. No problemo. It's just in the past, we had to change our policy because everybody was with either someone, right? I'm with Knock On, and I'm like, that's like 180 people that are supposedly, hey, are these guys? Never heard of them. Last year in Montana, like our freaking celebrity list that came and shot with the experience was stacked. You're right, it was. Now some of them can't because of their COVID. Yeah, like NHL doesn't allow them to go to events over it. X amount or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yep. But next year. But next year you can send the list to Monica. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she will, and yep. you won't have to come back. That was on me. 
That's okay. That's I mean, that's one of those things where he's talking about it. I just wasn't on that day. Either way, it was the experience we were going to pay for anyway. Even if we didn't get it like we got it, we can just pay for it. It's not a big deal. Totally. Anything worth having is worth paying for. All right. Oh, I like the sound of that. Yep. Well, it we are we're deep. one hour and 23 minutes yeah, in. Yeah, we're deep. We're deep. And... I don't know. I think we're good. So, Daniel, see if you, even if you don't like the knock-on sight light, that's cool. Hey, calm down over your black <laughs> rifle. Um, if you have never shot an awesome archery tournament, total archery challenge. Yep. Sean, yeah. and if you want something done, talk to Monica. That's right. Other than that, we're good. We're good. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank All you. right. Thanks, everybody. Knock on. Be sure to visit knockonarchery.com to see our entire line of trendy knock-on lifestyle clothing. Knockonarchery.com.